0: Hi, and welcome to The Catholic Journey. We are coming to you from a beautiful, cloudy, but blue-sky day in South Sacramento. And I have a special guest to introduce to you today, and we're going to talk a little bit about life. So with me today is my youngest brother, Dan Kearns. Dan, go ahead and say hi. Hello, everyone. (laughs) This is the first time that I had any of my brothers come And participate in the podcast. And I'm looking at Dan right now, and he has no idea what this is going to be about. (laughs) But anyway, as as you know, as listeners, that the Catholic journey is really just a, a pause in life where we can talk about life, talk about the things that bring happiness, maybe the things that bring us a little bit of struggle in our life. But we do it from pretty much the aspect of kind of the Joe the Plumber view. (laughs) There's a lot of podcasts out there, um, a lot of shows out there with people much brighter um, than, than I am that can give even better insight. But what I'm hoping to do is to bring to you some real life stories and some real life people that maybe it will feel very tangible to you in the sense of what maybe they're sharing with you that you can relate to as well. So that being said... Dan, thanks for coming. Now, we're in South Sacramento and I'm really happy to be back back home in California. As some of you know, we we've been my wife Liz and I have been living in Idaho for the last few years, but we're back home and one of the reasons that we came back home is so I could be closer to my five brothers. And so here is Dan here today and Dan, where are you living right now?
1: So I live in uh, Marysville, California, actually, where uh, where we were all uh, born and raised. So it's it's nice to be back home and and uh hadn't been back there since uh for for about 25 years. So it's interesting I have uh we have two other brothers that live within, you know, 10 minutes of myself and then very happy and excited that Pat and his wife Liz moved to
0: the Sacramento area, so they're only about a, an hour away from us, so Now you had something really kind of interesting happen to you recently and, and not really in, in the best of ways, but you were part of that huge, um, paradise fire. And I think, isn't that the, the largest fire in history? Um, state history for sure. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about your experience with, with that, uh, massive fire. Yeah. I mean, you, you never
1: expect to, to have something like that happen to you in your life and, uh, you know when when the evacuation orders uh, happened, you know you try to get you know some different items out of there, but you're you know in the back of your mind you're thinking you know we'll be back you know we'll I don't know we might have to to evacuate for a couple hours, but we'll be back. So so when when we weren't allowed back right and it, uh, the devastation occurred and and within a few days finding out that our house didn't make it, yeah it just it's just it's eye opening experience for sure. Um, so you got you guys lost your house
0: lost your house lost everything that was there um, i think i think many people um, listening would the first thing that maybe comes to mind is is they don't know really how that they would react to all of a sudden the things that are familiar to you are are not there anymore did what what kind of feelings or what kind of emotions did you have when it kind of sunk in that um, the things that you're so used to having around you are not there anymore. What did you experience with that? A
1: wide range of emotions. Um, it, it still happens today. You you, you 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 remember something that you just take for granted. It's like, oh wow, we don't we don't have that anymore. Um, I will tell you though, a lot more positive positives have come out of this than negatives um, from places you just didn't expect. I mean, friends and family, you know, are so important. Uh, You know, and and it's just amazing how many people stepped up and uh, helped, whether it be, uh, you know, just kind of well wishes, just a little message or more often than not, you know, people were they were offering, uh, you know, furniture, clothes, bedding. I mean, it was just amazing. I just it just it gives you a whole new perspective on. On people if you ever you know become to doubt people uh this this gave me a whole
0: different outlook on on life you shared something with me a little while ago that i I never heard before you you said that you were presented with some yearbooks you want to share a little bit about what you shared with me earlier
1: yeah you know social media gets a bad rap uh but i tell you um there's some positives that come out of it. One thing being the, the, you know, you know, Facebook and, and keeping in touch with uh, old friends. Uh, uh, when this, uh, when this occurred, uh, a lot of them, a few of them wanted to get together. And, 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 uh, since we live back in the area that we went to high school, they wanted to throw a, a little get together. So we went out to a local restaurant and, uh, And I had said, you know, I said, you know, no gifts because there was just some rumors that they wanted to do something for us. I'm like, no, just getting together would be great. Well, they uh, presented uh, Barbara and myself with uh, high school yearbooks from freshman to senior year, all four years. And it was just, you know, something that, oh yeah, I had yearbooks (laughs) at one point, you know, so it was just really cool. Very, very thoughtful.
0: And, and yeah. And, and Barbara's your significant other in your life. and, And you guys went to school together. Barbara and I went to school together since second grade and and uh, although we never dated
1: you know we we knew of each other and we're we're friends and uh you know uh what almost nearly 30 years later you know we uh we reconnected and it's it's been wonderful she's an amazing woman
0: yeah, you know, I I I've, I've gotten to know Barbara um some o- over the years and 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 obviously I know my brother Dan. Dan seems as happy as he's ever been in his life right now. And um and I'm sure a lot of that has to do with meeting somebody that you feel that is your soulmate. And you know, there's a lot of people I talk to, you know, especially in counseling or spiritual direction and and a lot of people struggle in life with um not having really someone that they feel that they can love and that this can love them back. And, and as people um, get a little bit older and they age and they, you know, find their way passing through their twenties and maybe into their thirties. They start worrying about, are they ever going to find that person in, in their life? And so I think Dan, maybe you're a Testament in some ways that in maybe God's time, God will reveal that person to you because how old were you when, when Barbara became part of your life?
1: So that was, uh, what was that? uh, nearly four and a half years ago
0: when we when we reconnect and how old were you you didn't know I was going to ask you to do math huh oh yeah 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 so <laughs> yeah probably 44 wow so so for some people out there that are wondering if 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 I am I ever going to find you know Mr. right or or my soulmate um, so there is there is hope even if you're into your late 30s 40s probably even 50s or 60s for some people um, then there are other people in life that have thought they've had that person and for whatever reason um, they're not with them anymore if it's divorce or if they're a widow or widower and I think that stirs up those same emotions will they ever find somebody in their life that again that they can love and to be loved by because I think when it really comes down to life you know there's a lot of things that we strive for in life you know financial security and and friends but but really I think probably one of the most important things is a very simple thing We want to have somebody in life that we can love and that we can feel loved by as well. And I think that's what really makes us feel complete in in our lives. So as as many of you guys know, um, this is really a spiritual show. It's at least spiritual at its core. It's called The Catholic Journey. And so since I have Dan here, and he's um, gone through just a variety of different experiences in his life, but one of the ones that was the most recent is what we're talking about was this big paradise fire. So, Dan, through your experience, and I know you're still processing this because it wasn't that long ago, but um, how does it translate maybe spiritually? From, you know, the, really the devastation of the fire to to really worried about just health and welfare about the people that we love to being losing all the things that you've had for comfort in your life and even the mementos of things to now being displaced and kind of starting over in some ways. How does that all relate to how you think God's hand was in this was not in it what is it doing to you and your sense of like peace or security do you have anything that you could add regarding those kind of questions
1: yeah i gotta say i'm not as well spoken as pat so i'll try to put this (laughs) in my own words um but uh no i've always known god's god's been there for us and and uh watching over us and and never felt that more than i did you know recently and uh I know his hand is in this and helping us get through it. Uh, We have a good foundation. We were, you know, we were raised and, you know, Catholic and that's always been a big part of our lives. And, and just, uh, just having that spirit, spiritual, you know, background and just knowing that, uh, things happen for a reason. And, uh, I just think, uh, you know, just believe and, and, uh, I think good things will happen. Put, put, put your life in God's hands and, and, uh,
0: it's going to end up okay. So. Yeah. You know, one of the things if you don't mind me sharing, Dan, is um, like you could say no, but yeah. <laughs> you don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> but um, one of the things is, um, Dan, you're in sales and you travel. H- how You told me how many miles do you drive in a year? Yeah, 40,000 miles a year. So you have this beautiful truck that you have outside, and I was commenting on this beautiful truck, and, and uh, you said you bought it used, and how many miles were on that when you bought it?
1: Uh, there was 40,000 when, I, when and, I bought it. And how many miles are on it right now? So I've had it for two and a half years, and now I have uh,
0: 140,000. That is just mind-blowing to me. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your territory? Where do you, where do you cover
1: so, so when I was in Paradise and and I lived in Chico prior to that, I was I was more in the um, center of my territory. Now relocating to Marysville, I'm on the 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 south end of my territory. I actually cover Marysville and Yuba City, on up north all the way to Redding. So it's uh, so when I do uh, make a trip to Redding, which is at least um, weekly, um, you know it's a round trip of you know four four and a half hours.
0: So some of the local people who are hearing, um, this podcast will know what Dan is talking about, but I know there's many of you that live all over the country. And so, um, just to kind of put that in perspective where, um, Dan, Dan's talking about Northern California and how far South do you go? Do you come into Sacramento or not really? how far south
1: I have a couple customers that uh that that are near Sacramento um so uh, that can happen although I also have coworkers that do my role in in their job and and they there's there's many that handle the Sacramento area so mm-hmm. really I'm 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 a little bit further north and
0: and then all the way up did you say to Oregon for the most part well or? if I wanted to yeah i mean but pretty it's too much far, pretty right? much
1: reading the bigger cities it wouldn't make a lot of sense to to hit some of the smaller towns where there's not as many businesses cuz i work with businesses uh and so it's usually, um, you know, the the cities is where you find most of your business.
0: Yeah. I, so my next, that's kind of leading into my next question is, um, since you're in sales and you're out there and you're really, really kind of engulfed in the culture out there, you see a variety of different people. You have encounters all the time. That's one of your knacks, I think, is connecting with people and building relationships with people. I, I'm always curious what... Um, the senses from other people in regards to our culture, the people that live in the culture, the area of Northern California, when you go out and you meet these business owners and you talk to them, do you get a sense that, um, spirituality or I shouldn't say spirituality, because that's kind of a cultural thing. Everybody says they're spiritual and that could mean anything, but how about just from a, from a Christian perspective, when you're out when you're out there and you're meeting people and you're going into these businesses, you're going into these stores and you have these different encounters with people. Do you, do you know if they're Christian or not? Do you have any encounters where they, people will freely speak about God or Jesus or, um, or their faith at all or, or, or not? Or do you think in general, you know, christianity at least um externally is kind of fading away in people's lives what do you th- what do you think
1: yeah no i don't i do not see a lot of that um you'll you'll meet that one person every once in a while that business owner that is very outgoing and will actually be uh you know a lot more sociable and you and maybe you'll lo- learn a little bit from that uh from that person and and see, yeah hey they do they do have that um that religious uh, belief and background, and but mo- for the most part, no. It's not, it's something that a lot of people internalize and don't don't really share with you unless they probably know you. I, I th- and, seems and to think.
0: And so do you do you think that's changed over the years, or do you think it's always been the same way? Do you think people are a little bit more cautious now to share with people when they are a believer? What do you think?
1: Um. Yeah. I don't know really i i i would say i don't i don't know the difference I haven't really experienced a difference um i mean maybe you have encountered it
0: more, but i don't really uh i don't see it as as i don't see a difference that much really. yeah I'm always curious you know <clears throat> i think for anyone that's listened to this podcast for a while um they you know that I work in the field of mental health and I think when I have these encounters with patients or um or even it's just in the industry, people are often um I think are a little bit more open to, to be with transparency and honesty. And, and maybe it's because of the point that they're at often in their life is that they're in a time of crisis. And I think when people are in a, in a time of crisis, some of those barriers um, are, are um, lowered, at least some of the obstacles are lowered and they're a little bit more transparent and open to talk about things. And I also think when someone's going through a tough time in their life, Um, god becomes more present to them i think when someone loses control in their life um, because i mean really let's be honest we we all like to feel that we're in control in our life and that we can control our destiny we can make decisions that will steer our life in certain ways but in reality um that that's not always true and that you know really god has the control in our life and um, and I think when we come to realize, especially through crisis situations, that there's nothing within our power that we know what to do that can make this situation better is when we have to be honest and, and really think about the person who is really in control, and that that's God. And then I think when we kind of fall to our knees in despair at times is when we really come to that realization that the only one that can really fix me or, or make me better or make me more peaceful in my life is is God and it's turning to God that will do that. So but anyway, my point was I was just trying to get a handle on what what the culture is um external to what my life is and my view of life and and I always had the sense that that there are a few there are a few really bright lights out in the world in the sense of the people that are really trying to live a Christian life, a Catholic life, and they try to look through the eyes of God and Christ when they see other people or encounters in their life. And and when they're really trying to live that authentic Catholic or Christian life, they shine. They shine like just a beam of light, and like a lighthouse, and you can really see who they are. But most people, I think, in the world out there, and I, and I hope I'm not being pessimistic, but, um, but most people out there are not doing that. They are really um, a result of the culture. And the culture that's around us, for the most part, um, can be very anti-Christian. And it's just very secular. And it's very self-serving. And i have the sense that in some ways that our world is getting a little darker and there's there's less of those bright lights out there although i've always heard that the darker that the world can get the the brighter those people will shine and the more that they'll stand out as well well i want to switch gears a little bit and um, not do all the talking because i have a special guest here today but um Dan, you showed me a little video of somebody recently that is just someone that's very, very special in, in your life. And um, even though I have three three kids, I have no grandkids right now. Do you want to tell me a little bit about what it's like to be a grandparent and to spend time with your granddaughter?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you hear people say, you know, uh, you know, I have kids, love my kids, but boy, I love my grandkids, right? And so actually have Addison uh three and a half years old also have uh Lincoln who is uh nine or ten when you're a grandparent you don't really need to know the exact age <laughs> um and then, and then Macy who I'd say around seven but anyway no I've been very blessed with uh with grandkids and and uh you know they they all live about a couple hours away from me now from 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 after I've relocated but uh it's always great to to go visit with them and they're they just bring so much joy and and energy to life and uh love to see the innocence of a of a, a young kid and and uh just hope you know there's so much hope for them you know we, you know that life's gonna have something special in store for them we hope
0: so yeah i love it love being a grand grandparent we Yep. Yeah, you know what I noticed is, you know, we've, Liz and I have been empty nesters now for a few years. And uh, when, when our youngest went off to college, that's when Liz and I, we t- decided to take a, a year sabbatical. And I knew that would be a really tough time because the kids were really just center in our life in a lot of ways. And and Liz actually homeschooled our kids for many, many years. And so she was deeply, you know, attached to the kids. So, and I don't know if this was a wise decision or not, but it was the decision that we made is that when our youngest went off to college, we were going to take a year sabbatical. And that's when we moved to Guatemala. So we wouldn't be in a house that was empty um, but then that year uh, passed and then we re- moved back to the United States. And then it really it was at that point in time that we really noticed that uh, when you're an empty nester and you don't have these other distractions or you don't have the kids around, um, life takes on a whole different appearance and and maybe meaning because you have to find you know, some passions in your life or, or something to connect with in your life, because it was those kids that often gave you the purpose. And Dan, you said hope when you can see that in the youth and, and, um, gives you somebody, you know, to love. And even though you have your spouse, I'm not minimizing that. Um, but like many things, you know, when we have the certain things around us day to day, we start taking those for granted sometimes. And so when the kids are gone, you have to really think it. About those relationships, too, and how can you rekindle, you know, some of the things that have become more normalized in your life but um anyway so i i do see the really the benefit of having these grandkids in your life that you have just this youthful energy you have this like you said hope for the future um because there's that innocence again what you mentioned that these are just 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 pure spirits you know pure souls around you um i think um that can do a lot for us in our lives well, um, I, there's one last question that I want to ask you, Dan, and then we'll wrap up this podcast. But um, I think this is a, a question, and there's no right or wrong answer to it. But because I think it's unique um, to all of us, but I think there's some similarities in the answers as well. But what do you think? Um, what do you think it is that really makes a person happy in life? What 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 are the things? that a person needs or what are the elements that really creates happiness what is that for you
1: yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did not pre-write any questions for me. No, to, I didn't tell him anything. to review
0: or uh, or prepare for. <laughs> I just said, "Hey Dan, could you follow me?" and uh, right. and I walked him into um, the glamorous uh, Catholic Journey Studio here, and I gave him no pre-warning. So no, that's okay. So though. just wing it. No, so- I
1: will. I'll wing it. I will wing it. No, and I do like the the studio he has here. It's a, very impressive. Um, <laughs> the, very nice. Um, Joy for me is just uh, my kids and grandkids, absolutely. Um, but finding this companion in Barbara that's just, um, you know, my best friend. If you can have that companion, some of that, you uh, you guys just have very, very, very many uh, similar interests and, and enjoy each other. And, you know, it's a best friend, right? Not just, a, you know you know, your significant other, but best friend. And so doing things together, of course, I, we all come from kind of a athletic family as well. So, so exercise and good health is, is, uh, is very important to me as well. I love it when you can get out in the morning, fresh air and just, uh, you know, run, take a walk, whatever. Um, you know, being out on the water, anything like that. Uh, so just, uh, health is happiness, friends, family, Yep, that's, that's it for me.
0: Well, as you can hear the music coming back on, we're to the end of our weekly podcast. I want to thank you listeners for listening, and I want to thank you, Dan, for being a part of this podcast. And um, I'm sure enjoying being back closer to home and, and having you guys available and spending time with you, because I really think family is so important in our lives. So if you have any family members out there that are close enough for you to visit or Really, I guess there's no excuse nowadays because of technology. You can FaceTime them, you can text them, you can call them on the phone. But maybe connect with a family member and let them know that they are thought of and that they're loved. And be a recipient of that love that can come back to you as well. Because really, the person who is love in our life is God. And anytime that we can share or receive that love, it is just a reflection of God's love. And it's through the relationships that we have in our life that we really can begin to understand how we're loved by God by experiencing the love that we can give and the love that we can receive to others. Well, take that in mind, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and God bless.